We're here at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival in Bardstown. We got some questions for Troy, the CEO, founder of Filmland Spirits. Troy, how in the world did you get involved in something like this? Well, so I've been a, a whiskey fan, a whiskey nerd for many years. One of my partners, Charlie, and I are former screenwriters. And so we combined our passions for movies and whiskey together to create Filmland Spirits. I love that. I love that. I'm sure you got a question right here. We got a great story beforehand. Well, a great story beforehand. But yeah, I, I, I was seeing the bottle art because that's when I walked up. I said, the bottle art is fantastic. So I saw Los Angeles. I said, there's got to be that story behind it. So what is so what is, what is it that you guys envision down the road? Or what is your, uh, where do you want to take this? As sure. far as getting into the bourbon and whiskey. Game? Absolutely. So while the company is based in Los Angeles, because that's where I live, Correct. the rest of my team is all over the country. There's another, you know, Orange County, California, Georgia, Colorado. And we do all of our work here in Kentucky. So we age, blend, and bottle here. Right, so it is a Kentucky company in that sense. Yeah. But right now we we have distribution in six states, including a bunch in the West and Kentucky, and we're in, by the end of the year we should be in another four. In the beginning of next year we should be in another five. Keep going from there. I mean, even here at the festival, it's great. We have tons of distributors approaching us. Everybody loves what we're doing because it's so unique and it's so different. We've had, we've had other distributors and importers from other countries approach us, asking us to bring the product there. So our goal is to be nationwide and then to be in other parts of the world that makes sense. Yeah. Now, my favorite thing, like you were talking about, you saw the bottle art. What's the story behind the names and like? You're a screenwriter, so clearly there's more to it than just a name and a picture on the bottle. Yeah, absolutely. So what we'll do is we'll come up with an original script for each one of our products, right? And then we will design a poster, which becomes the label for that. And then on the label, you'll see a synopsis of the story, the characters, their bios, their headshots. Then you go to our website, you get trailers and storyboards and script pages and movie posters, right? But the whole idea is we wanted bright, eye-catching labels, and then we wanted stories that would fit those kind of labels. So we, we settled on and picked B-movies. So our bottles and our stories are meant to evoke like the B-movies of the mid-20th century, like Forbidden Planet and Barbarella and that kind of thing. So, for example, our rye is called Rise of the Robots, Serve the Drink, Save the World. And it's about a future where technology has been outlawed and a fallen technology titan builds an army of robotic bartenders to take over the world. And our heroine, Courtney, is a bartender turned action hero who has to save the world. I love that. Now, now my question is, do you think of the story first or does the bourbon tell the story right so it it goes both ways right we always say the whiskey is the is the story the story is the whiskey right i got all kinds of things that i right. say yeah. like that right but it, it just depends so um i think for moonlight mayhem which is a saga of werewolves and bourbon i think we had the story first on this and for rise of the robots we had the story and then we found the liquid for our newest product which is called town at the end of tomorrow this we had the story but we were searching for a liquid that we thought would just make sense for the story so we went out and found the liquid that we knew we wanted to put with this story so because this, this is a story about it's called town at the end of tomorrow it takes place about 50 years in the future here in bardstown kentucky where aged bourbon has become so scarce that it's caused riots and violence so the government steps in and passes the unbonded act 
saying that any bourbon over two years old has to be sold immediately. So our heroes are distillers, cousins, who turn their distillery into a time travel machine, come back to Bardstown in 1820 to borrow the aged bourbon and bring it to the future. That's, I love that. That's awesome. I love that. This might be the new, this might be the Pokemon of bourbon. <laughs> like, literally. Like, just so, so highly collectible, you know, in a serious way. You know what I mean? Yeah, you cool. know what I've been saying? I keep hearing it here at the festival. We're like, it's like the cereal box. When you're a kid, you sit there eating your cereal, <laughs> yeah. studying the box. Yeah. Now you sit here sipping your bourbon, yeah, studying the, the box. We had Easter eggs hidden on all our posters. So if you that's dig awesome. a little deeper, you'll see all kinds of stuff. That's cool. References to the product, references to our other product, all kinds of things. That's cool. I love that. And I'm guessing, you know, good B movies tend to lead to sequels and other fun things. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about what's coming down the road? Okay, well, at the festival, we just released these two brand new products, right, which aren't even on shelves yet. The Town at the End of Tomorrow, Kentucky Straight, nine-year-old bourbon I mentioned. And we released um, a cast strength version of our award-winning rye at 108 proof. That's Rise and Robots Extended Cut. So anytime you see one of our products that says Extended Cut, it means it's cast strength, right? That's a trademark term. We have like an extended cut of a movie. It's got more. It's got more proof. We also have our remastered series coming. Remastered will be finished products. We have various finishes going on that will be coming over the course of the next few years. And we will have sequels. So whether it's Revenge of the Robots or Moonlight Mayhem 2, there will be sequels coming as well. I love that. And something you and I always talk about is transparency. We like to know what's on the bottle, and you guys take that to the extreme, and I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, We look, we were bourbon fans. Charlie and I have been coming to Kentucky for a little over 10 years, right? He's in Atlanta. I'm in L.A. We just meet here run around to distilleries like crazy guys seeing, you know, five distilleries a day. And we appreciated when we knew what was in what we were drinking and where it came from. So on the other side of our bottle, we have who we are. We have our tasting notes. Yours may differ, but this is what we get from it. And then we have our credits panel that tells you who we are. It tells you the char of the barrel, the mash bill, any detail that we're able to share that's not for some reason contractually you know, um, blocked from sharing, it's on here. Where it's distilled, where it's bottled. That's awesome. I that's, love that. that. That's what right we're talking about alley. so much. <laughs> yes. so much. Yes. Well, Troy, I appreciate hey, it. Yes. Thank you, guys. Yes. Cheers. Cheers.